Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Today's episode is an interview with the head coach of the Missouri State Bears men's golf team, Neil Stafford. The Missouri State Bears are located in Springfield, Missouri. Neil and I met when he was just out of college and was working at my favorite golf course, uh, Millwood Golf and Racket in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, I'm a Missouri State alum, so I keep track of most of the sports, and I know Neil's done a great job with the Bears golf team, so I'd like to welcome Neil Stafford. Well, yeah, thanks Thanks so much for having me on today, Brent. It's good, okay. to, good to catch up. Tell our families, our Recruit Me families, a little bit about your high school and your college background and also uh, your, your coaching background. Well, yeah, those, unfortunately, those high school days are getting further and further away, but uh, yeah, I grew up Grew up here in Springfield, Missouri. I uh, went to high school at Kickapoo High School and was fortunate enough to uh, play a couple sports there, in, including golf. Then at that point, uh, honestly, basketball was probably my, my first love growing up and, and even most of the way through high school. But my dad played a lot of golf and introduced me to the game and, and just kind of continued to enjoy it more and more and, and ended up getting a chance to play uh, in the golf program at University of Missouri after I graduated high school. Yeah, so just had a had a terrific career and got a great education at University of Missouri and played for a terrific coach and had a great time there, tremendous memories and things I still still pull back on to the to this day and this is fast forward a little bit and this is year year 15 for me coaching the Bears. I mean, it's really just have to pinch myself. It's kind of a dream come true. It, it uh, being able to coach in my hometown and tremendous university and just feel really, really blessed and thankful each and every day. Well, and I think you're being humble because I think your your high school career, you had a, did you have one state championship or did you have more than one? I, I did. I did have a state championship my, my junior year in 97. And actually I share that title with uh, another guy. We, we tied and committee that year just decided no playoff co-champions. So uh, yeah, it was a great couple days at, at Sedalia. Yeah, great, uh, great memories for sure. Well, and we're located, uh, for the families that are listening, we're located in, uh, in southwest Missouri, and uh, Neil went to college at the University of Missouri, which is uh, right in the middle of the state. So our weather is uh, sometimes really good for golf and sometimes really bad for golf. So we're kind of, you never know on a, on a daily or even an hourly basis on, on golfing, do you? Well, that's true. But this is a recruiting po- podcast, so our, our weather is always great here. That's right. Always, that's right. Always great in Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, Neil, let's get to some questions here about college golf. What does a D1 college golf team look like? Well, that's a great question. You have teams as small some years, maybe as seven or eight student athletes to there's over 300 division one golf programs. So, you know, you're going to have teams that are 12, 13, 14, possibly as well. It just kind of depends institution to institution, but you know, at the division one level, we're looking for the best. Those obviously with that small of a roster and, and this level, just so many great players these days. So it's, it's going to look very, very, very competitive. That's just, uh, that's just our level. And, and we've had we've had some great teams over the past several years, and as a coach, still always feel like we can improve and, and get a lot better than we've been. But we've had some great teams and been very competitive. And so, uh, golf, you're going to have a, a little smaller roster 
uh, probably than some other sports. You know, every program and every coach has a different philosophy as far as, you know, where they feel like their best opportunities are for finding young men and women. But uh, it's just at our level, very, very competitive and, and at every level for that, that matter. But, you know, division one level is the top of the top and, and uh, just a ton of great players out there that we're competing against. If you have a team of seven or eight or 10, uh, do they all travel to a uh, golf match? And how does that work individually versus a uh, team play? That's a good question. Most, most teams will travel five players as we're traveling to uh, an actual tournament. Deciding who, those, who that starting five is out of, out of uh, your nine or 10 or so is mostly done through, you know, most coaches kind of go by a, a qualifying uh, method where you're, you know, playing two to three rounds uh, maybe prior to a tournament to kind of decide who's going to be on that trip, who's going to be in that starting lineup for the week. As families do their research, they're, you know, those are great questions to ask of the coach. How, you know, what is your method for deciding who the starting lineup is going to be week to week? And there's a lot of different, a lot of different methods out there and no, no perfect method. So not only is it competitive to, to be in the program, it's, it's very, very competitive week to week for those, for those starting lineups. And yeah, so I, I would say that's probably, probably the best way to explain how those starting lineups are created. Here at Recruit Me, we're trying to educate families. So understanding how teams are put together would be very, very important. And, a good, and like you said, a good question to ask the coaches. Where do your players come from? Are you all over the country or do you try to stay local? Uh, again, you know, I, I would say myself included, you know, we're, we're, looking, we're looking for the best, the best players available for our program, certainly focusing on Missouri and the, and the surrounding states. I'm going to have a pretty good feel on the state and some surrounding areas, but certainly the state of Missouri. I've been fortunate that Missouri has uh, been a great golf state over the years and had a ton of great players that have come up in Missouri. But with that being said, too, we, we have players on the team from different parts of the country, and, and we've had some international uh, players over the years, too. Young man from Scotland most recently, uh, Denmark, near Mexico. A lot of great players, and, you know, decide, decide on those is always, always difficult. Neil, how many uh, matches does a golf team play in a typical season? And what, tell, tell the uh, families kind of what your seasons look like. Yeah, so at the Division One level, we're able to play 24 dates of competition, and, and basically that date is, is a day. So if 75 to 90% of the events are 54 whole events with two rounds uh, in the first, first day and, and a final round the, the next day. So if you played all two, two round events, you, you know, you're able to play 12 events some uh, two-day events, I should say. Some, some tournaments are three-day events with just a single round each day, and that would be a three days of competition. So it's kind of a mix between those two-day and, and three-day. Most programs are playing four to five events in the fall portion, five, six, seven in the, in the spring, plus your, plus your conference championship, plus any postseason past that. You know, we're, again, we're a split season, and just due to the time our, our sport takes and we're able to play pretty much year long, which is, which is great. Being in the Midwest here, uh, do you get to go on Southern trips? Is that kind of a, a, a little treat? Yeah. You know, I've always said we're, we're located uh, pretty well here in, in Missouri and can, every coach will tell you that they're always trying to improve their schedule. And, you know, there's events that, that teams will play in year to year, just tournaments that are always on the schedule and, you know, just trying to 
provide opportunities for your student athletes, maybe in different parts of the country every couple years or every three or four years as well. So scheduling is, uh, scheduling is always a challenge. You know, again, it always, it always seems to work out and we've been fortunate here to, to play a really, really great strong schedule and, and uh, hope to continue that. When does a high school golfer uh, get on your radar? Well, kind of going back to what I said earlier, you know, there's just a whole host of, of ways over the years that that's happened for us. That's going to happen, you know, as far as contacting coaches, I, my advice would be to, you know, high school young men and women to, you know, just, just get your information out there as early as possible. Pretty, pretty early once that high school freshman year rolls around and, you know, it never hurts to get your name and information out in front of a coach. But, you know, we're out we're out recruiting during, uh, you know, mostly during the summer months, but also fielding hundreds of emails. You know, we're receiving 750 to 1,000 inquiries per class. You know, it never hurts to just get your information out there as early as possible. And, you know, I think that would be, that would be my best advice. And we talk a lot on the Recruit Me about when, when to start contacting coaches. And I know physically a lot of times in, in basketball, football, baseball, those sports being 5'10 and weighing 120 pounds as a freshman isn't probably very impressive for a coach. So we kind of suggest waiting until you kind of mature a little bit, especially on the men's side. But golf is a, could be a little bit different that way, uh, couldn't it? Well, yeah, you know, we're not exactly a position sport. Um, so all, all shapes and sizes, I guess, if, if you will. But yeah, you know, just just getting that information out there as soon as possible and playing competition is important. I think it's important at the local level. I mean, most coaches would want to see, you know, the ability to, especially at our level, the ability to, to win. And I think that's important, whether that's a, that's a local contest or a, or a state contest or a regional or a national, you know, anytime you're competing and showing the ability to win, uh, is is important. I think that I think that's hugely hugely valuable. Uh, you mentioned email, so email is probably one of the best ways to get a hold of you. It sounds like emails, emails, phone calls, text. One thing to keep in mind, and this is this is fairly recent within the last couple of years. You obviously are able to email a coach at any point, uh, but at least for Division One golf at this point, it's the same way for a few other sports. We're not able to respond uh, until June fifteenth after the sophomore year. Right. So, you know, midsummer going into that junior year, even if uh, they were to call us, we, we would not be able to return that call. Uh, but, you know, it never hurts to, uh, to send an email and, you know, we, we keep, we keep track of all those emails and, and put them in by class. And so then, you know, June, June 15th is kind of the new, uh, new big day. Any point, any point after there, you know, after that sophomore year, then there can start to be some contact you know, phone calls and emails and some, some response there. What kind of things would you like to see in an email, uh, Neil? Yeah, I think, you know, just, it, it doesn't have to be anything lengthy. Like, you know, I think most coaches there's, we get a lot of them. So, you know, I think just short and sweet and to the point, uh, you know, give, give the information that you're, you know, you feel is important, you know, a resume, a tournament schedule, I will, I will say on a swing video, just something as simple as a YouTube link with, you know, a couple of views from down the line and, and face on. And, and I personally would say no, no need for slow motion. I like to kind of see the real speed and real sound. And, um, you know, we can, we can slow it down if we need to. So 
it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but I think just a, you know, an introduction, a paragraph or two, you know, something that's just easy to, easy to see and concise, I think is, is the most important. That's awesome. That uh, really meshes well with what we've uh, talked to our recruit me families about. So yeah. How yeah. many uh, scholarships uh, do you get in the uh, Division One men's golf? Division One men's golf has a, a four and a half scholarship limit. So again, going back to the roster size there, you know, that's another great question to ask. How, how many scholarships does your university sponsor and provide? And, you know, some four and a half, again, is the, is the top end. And some have maybe three or two or, or one scholarship, but those can be divided up into percentages and combined. Also, we really haven't touched on this yet, but you know, that's why just the, just the school and the, and the test score piece and the, the GPA and, you know, taking care of your grades and test scores is so important because that, you know, just a simple test score can, can make a big difference as far as dollars and, and scholarships that you may be available for. Part, part of the recruiting process is uh, the, the better the grades are and the test scores, the, you know, the better package, if you will, you're going to be able to put together between a, an athletic scholarship and the academic scholarship. Yes. And so academic, you're basically saying academics are very, very important uh, in, in getting a, a golf scholarship. Absolutely. And I, I would add on to that, that golf is, again, going back to our length of season, there's the potential to miss a lot of class with golf. We're one of the few, if not only year long sports. So certainly a piece of the puzzle of, you know, trying to determine is this young uh, man or woman going to be able to handle missing class time and, and having a lot on their plate with the potential to miss, you know, 10, 12, 14 days of class a year. And that may not sound like a whole lot to a high school player, but everything's kind of ramped up at the college level and, and it's, uh, it's, it just gets more difficult and, and being able to handle, handle those miss class days and just being a student athlete with a lot of demands on your time, just very, very important and something to, to be aware of and, and try to prepare yourself for. The Recruit Me families kind of know I talk about Parker at nauseum, uh, but uh, his <laughs> academic advisor from, from day one has been very, very important. And then his skill in being able to talk to professors and communicate with them has been important. Do you guys uh, have an academic advisor uh, with your golf team? We do. It's titled the Dr. Mary Joanne Achievement Center. Just does a tremendous job with our our student athletes. As a student athlete, you just have you have a lot going on. You're still learning how to do all those things, and you know we all need help, especially someone to help you just with eligibility questions. And you know they our our department does a an awesome job with our with our team. And you know I I think you're going to see that a lot of places. It's just. Nowadays, it's just so important and uh, trying to trying to give everybody the best chance to succeed. Well, and advice would be to take advantage of the uh, so-called perks that you that you might get as an athlete coming in. You know, you have kind of a built-in team, built-in friends, built-in ac- academic advisors, and, and they're only good if you use them. Use exactly. whatever resources the uh, team and the uh, school lets you have. So what would be some advice that you would give to student athletes and families that maybe we haven't covered about getting recruited? You know, I, I just would say control, control the things you can control. You can control your, your attitude, your effort, you know, how you're, how dis- 
you're displaying yourself when you're out competing. You know, I'm just really a believer that things are, things are going to fall into place. Uh, if you just control, control the controllables, golf's uh, an expensive sport, uh, as are, you know, a lot of sports. And I know travel is difficult outside the area. And there's, you know, we, we all get that. We all understand that. That's what makes my job difficult. And I want it to be difficult because that means we have a good pool of student athletes that we're considering for a particular class. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can control how, how hard you work, all, all those things you can control, your diet, your, you know, your workout regimen, your just attitude for sure. If you do all those things well and, and continue to get a little better at something each day, the end result is, is going to be a good thing. That's great advice. And Neil, we'll uh, you get back to work. I think you've got some kids that you're uh, chasing around, and then you probably have some uh, older kids that you'll chase around here this afternoon as you get with your team. So thank you for the great information, and good luck to the Bears and uh, this golf season. Thanks a lot, Brent. Really appreciate you having me. Remember, Recruit Me families can get a hold of me at brent at recruit-me.com. I would love to hear from anybody that is listening with questions or comments about the podcast or about recruiting. I love you listening and sharing the podcast, but if you are needing to get the ball rolling faster on your recruiting process, the Recruit Me 3.0 recruiting system is a full step-by-step process to get that scholarship you are looking for. Get a 200-plus page online manual with guides on when and how to start communicating and keep communicating with colleges you want to attend. There are templates, examples, and helpful resources throughout the manual. You will also get video and audio interviews to guide you through the process. The Recruit Me 3.0 is yours to keep forever, and you will get updates as they are added. Don't spend thousands of dollars on a recruiting service when you can spend just a fraction of that. Right now, I have a new CEO special of only $99. It is normally $127. Go to recruit-me.com system to get access to your comprehensive system. Check it out, and if you're not satisfied, there is a 90-day money-back guarantee. You can't lose. Listen next Tuesday for another information-packed 15 minutes.